0: everybody, Lance Helgeson again here, your host for this week's edition of the V-Auto podcast. I took the liberty of calling Dale Pollack to join us here today. He was kind enough to oblige. Dale, thanks for being here. Thanks, Lance. It's a privilege. And and what prompted this is I I heard you at a presentation recently, it might have been a webinar, talk about the new math of used cars, and I thought that is a perfect topic for us to drill into, so tell me some more about this.
1: I think it's critical that dealers understand that something very significant fundamental has changed over the past two years or so. We have, uh, for all the years of the car business, uh, measured how right uh, we own our used vehicles, and usually by comparing what we own them for, to their wholesale value. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But as Velocity dealers know, uh, long ago we substituted that method of measurement of how right we own a vehicle with what we call the cost-to-market form of measurement. And the way the cost-market form of measurement works is that instead of comparing what you own the vehicle for its wholesale value, we take what you own the vehicle for as a percentage of its average retail price. So in other words, if you own a vehicle for $8,500 and its average retail price in your market is $10,000, mm-hmm. we'd say that your cost to market is 85%. Yeah. So what's happened over the past two years that is of such great concern is that dealers' inventory over time Uh, will have have a rising cost to market. So if you buy a car today, what you pay for, what you own it for, doesn't change. But over time, the market value comes down, which drives up your cost to market. So we're accustomed Mm -hmm. to seeing cost to market of inventory uh, go up as vehicles age. And until about two years ago, I would never, ever expect to see a dealer's inventory hit a cost to market of 90% until about 60 days. Yep, yep. Well, in the last two years or so, I began to see that change to a point where today I will rarely, if ever, see a dealer's inventory that doesn't reach a cost to market of 90%, somewhere between 30 to 40 days and sometimes even sooner. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's a significant
1: difference. What's what's driving it? Well... I'm not exactly sure. I mean, obviously, the market continues to get more efficient, but I think that in the last couple of years, we've hit a point of inflection where maybe you know everybody today not only has an inventory management tool or pricing tool, but I think you know these days, everybody comes to work with the attitude that they've got to adjust the price of their car every day. So I, I think we've, we've hit that point of inflection in the market. But let me explain the consequence of this, yeah. of this new math. This is what I call the new math. Mm-hmm. So when a dealer owns a vehicle somewhere, let's say, around 30 days for 90% cost to market, and this is pretty much the case for every dealer today, where is that vehicle going to retail? Well, it's not going to retail for its average asking price. It's not going to retail for 100% of market. Where most used vehicles retail today is somewhere in the low 90s. So Hmm. let's say that it retails for 93% price to market and you own it for 90% cost-to-market, that's a 3% spread. So let me tell you what you see and what you don't see. What you see when that vehicle retails is a small front-end gross. Now, it's not the gross you expect or you'd like, but at least it's a positive gross. That's what you see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What you don't see is that it's actually a negative loss, net loss to the bottom line of the used car department because once you apply a sales commission and allocate departmental expenses at 3% gross, it actually hits the bottom line as a negative, a loss, a a net loss to the department. And this is what happens to vehicles today that are sold from stock that are older than 30 days old. And it's really quite shocking to think that there's men and women working hard all across the country today, selling cars thinking that they're making positive contribution, but the reality is that any one of those vehicles that they sell that's older than 30 days, or I should say the average vehicle they sell over 30 days, is actually they're contributing net losses to the bottom line, and that's not why we're here.
0: No. What do you, how, how do
1: we address this then? Well, once you understand the new math, and again, I fear that a small, tiny percentage of the dealers actually understand what's going on. And until you understand what's going on, you don't have any impetus to do anything different. But once you do understand the reality of this harsh new math, what you have to do is you have to balance the equation. So what do I mean by balancing the equation? Mm -hmm. Well... I work with dealers, a lot of dealers, and, and many of them on an ongoing basis, uh, you know, month in, month out. And I have an understanding with any dealer that I work with. And that is that the first question I'm going to ask them when we open any meeting, it's going to be the same question, and they need to have the answer. The question I'm going to ask them is, what is your rolling 30-day used retail sale account? Now, when I ask them that question, I don't want to hear what you did last month. I want to hear what you did yesterday, counting back 30 days, and then tomorrow we'll drop off the 31st day and we'll add today. And, and okay. you need to have the answer to that question because once we know what your rolling 30-day used total sales is, the next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna compare it to how many used vehicles you have in stock. Okay. And if you have more vehicles in stock than your rolling 30-day sales, you do not need to buy any more cars. Now, you might trade for some cars. We never want to slow that down, but you don't need to be buying any cars. And if you insist on buying cars or over time, if you're not narrowing that gap or balancing the equation, as I say, you should not have any expectation of improving the profitability of your used vehicle operation, because until you balance that equation, nothing good is going to happen. And, and reason being, think about it this way. If you own a fish market and you stock more fish this week than you sold, what happens at excess fish? It rots. And you're going to have to write it off. Well, today, if you understand the new math, what you'll realize is that any vehicle, the average vehicle that you have in stock, more than 30 days, it is going to sell eventually. And regardless of whether it shows you a front-end gross profit or not, it is going to be a negative loss contributor to the bottom line. So Mm -hmm. you see, that didn't used to be the case. Years ago these cars wouldn't, wouldn't achieve a 90% cost of market until somewhere around 60 days. So, so in the old used car business, we used to stock cars to sell cars, right? particularly in the springtime. Stock up, we want to sell more cars, put more cars in stock. Well, today that's exactly the wrong strategy if you're in this game to make money. So today what I say we need to do is we need to now, instead of stocking cars to sell cars, we need to sell cars to earn the right to stock cars, and unless you're prepared to operate yeah. your business on that premise, you should have no expectation of
0: improved outcomes. So, part part of what that also sort of operationally seems to do is to basically get me, if I'm a dealer, to turn in my inventory every month, essentially. So I'm 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 not I'm kind of at a whatever I have that month I sell it, and I'm 12 times a year annualized turn. That seems like that's what we're doing here.
1: Correct. And if you're not doing that, just understand what you are doing. You're working your tail off to sell cars, to lose money. And I don't believe that that's why you're here.
0: Right. Right. What does it take for a dealer to like, okay, I guess. So the, you mentioned the rolling 30 day retail sales average. That's, that's what not average, not average, total, total, total. Okay. Um, so I'm stocking that. What else do I need to do to to be cognizant and operationally attuned to this new math?
1: Well, the first concern or first objection that's raised when I present this new discipline is, oh my gosh, if you're telling me that I can only stock what I sell, how am I supposed to grow my business? Well, that's, yeah. that's an easy question. Once you balance your equation, once you stock what you're selling in the rolling 30 days. We can have all sorts of great conversations about how you grow your sales. We can talk about how to make your pricing not just rational, but optimal. We can talk about how Mm. quickly and effectively you bring cars to the front line ready to be sold. We can talk about the types of cars that you're stocking. We can talk about your sales process. We can talk about a lot of things to grow your sales, but none of those things make any sense at all to talk about if you don't have your equation balanced, because you're wasting your time talking about those sort of things if you insist on continuing to sell cars that produce net losses to the bottom line of the department. So this is a discipline that is absolutely foundational to profitability in today's environment and once again my concern is i believe that very few dealers understand the reality of the new math and as i said earlier if you don't understand the new math you really don't have
0: any motivation or impetus to to adopt this new discipline well let's hope that this podcast helps spread the word a little bit more about the new math are, are there any other aspects to a deal that we haven't talked about well of Of the new math yeah. you know i I think it's also important to
1: understand, and you know maybe some of our listeners have heard me say this previously, but you know, for years, we got away with saying and thinking that our job in the dealership is to sell cars. that's why we're here to sell cars, mm-hmm. but in reality, we were never here to sell cars. The single purpose we were here is to make money now, granted, the way that we made money is by selling cars, but today, just simply selling cars no longer equates to making money. It used to when there was lots of margin and profit in these cars. We sold cars and automatically meant that we made money, but Mm -hmm. not today. So we have to get our heads around the fact that we are here to make money first and foremost. And if you just simply want to sell more cars, I will give a dealer a surefire way of
0: doing that. Just go out and double your inventory. You'll sell more cars. But the losses will also grow in in tandem with your volume there because of... Absolutely. math.
1: Because as I said, if you understand the new math, you'll understand that the cars that you stocked that you didn't sell in 30 days are now going to be sold and they're going to be net losses, net losses. Even if they show a positive gross, they're going to be net losses. So you can no longer afford to stock more than you sell and you can no longer afford to think or to believe or to say that your job is here to sell cars. Your job is here to make money and granted the way we make money is by selling cars. But just simply selling cars is not enough. We have to sell cars smart. And what smart means begins with the discipline of balancing your equation.
0: Well, very good. Dale, thanks for coming in today and sharing a little bit about the new math. Let's, Like I say, let's hope that uh, this podcast and perhaps some of your other work with dealers will help get the message out there. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you, Lance. Okay, folks, thanks for joining us here for the V-Auto podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you here again next time. Take care and stay well.